All right, Warrior fans, we are ready to get going here. Jeff Clark and Robbie Sharp bringing you the action from Clatskanie High School. And beautiful facility here. Yep. Uh, I'm not sure when it was built. I would guess early early to mid-90s, somewhere in there, uh, just based on the architecture and some of the design choices inside. Uh, but it's a middle school, high school facility. The high school is a legitimate um, you know, 4A size facility in terms of the spacing around the floor. They've got the balcony up above that I assume they can bring auxiliary bleachers into if they need to. you got the second court up uh, on the second story behind the, the benches up there. Uh, bleachers on both sides, what, about eight, ten rows deep. Uh, really nice facility, brightly lit. Uh, just really nice. be a nice place to play. Blodgett and Stables jump it up, and it ends up in the hands of Sprague. Sprague quicks it, flips it to McLeod. McLeod lays it up in just like that. You see the quickness of the uh, Tigers there. Warriors get the ball across half court and almost throw it away. Stables up, oh, had it, tried to dribble it instead of catch it, and it goes off her hand and out of bounds. Kind of a weak pass from Maylin, but uh, Sydney's got to corral the ball first, then make the move. McLeod brings it across half court, swings it right side, gets it back on top now to Sprague on the left angle. Back out on top. They play catch around the top with Martin, the third guard out there. McLeod with the dribble, kicks it to Sprague for three. No good on that one. Blodgett tips to herself and puts it in. Clark had inside position, and it doesn't matter as Blodgett just gets off the ground, tips the ball once, and then goes and gets it. A really veteran move in there. Warriors get it ahead to Kendall. Kendall takes it in, and it is blocked by Blodgett out of bounds. Courtney kind of slowed up a little bit, thinking she had an uncontested lay, and Blodgett came flying from the other side of the floor and blocked it out of bounds. Almost traveled in the process of it. Stables inbounds left side of the key on the baseline. Looking for somebody. Going to get a five-second call here. Barely got it in. Maylin with it out on top to Courtney. Kendall backs it out by the center circle. Man-to-man defense for the Tigers. They go high post to Clark. Clark swings it. Stables baseline. Lays it up and in. Assist Clark. Basket for Stables. That, that was, was actually a nice, nice looking play. That was a really nice pass there. On the right angle, Martin with it out on top. They swing it left side to Sprague. Fakes the three. Drives baseline. Gets a nice little screen there. Banks it off the glass and in. That was just a slow rotation there by Stables out to the corner. And uh, a very nice job by Sizemore to kind of create some interference there for her. Lopez gets it across half court. Blodgett's on her. Want to be careful handling the ball against her. Lopez drives, knocked away by Sprague, gets it back, shovels it out to Kendall. Kendall crosses over, gets to the foul line, swings it back out to Stables on top. She drives right, gets a screen from Lopez, gets deep on Blodgett, kicks it back out to Lopez over her head. Lopez saves it, and yeah, finally corrals it out by half court. Almost got it over and back there. Might have, actually. Kendall resets. It was close. Courtney in the center circle. Warriors down 6-2, two minutes into the first quarter. It's got to take your time. On the left wing with it, Stables hands off to Maylin on top. Maylin over to Sydney on the right angle, looking for a cutter through nothing. Drives left on Blodgett, tries to wrap it around to Clark off the foot of a defender in the corner and out of bounds. They're going to say off of Clark. <laughs> Almost could have been a kick ball there at the start of that. Yeah, that's what I would have called and reset that whole thing if I was the official there. So, turnover on the Warriors. And McLeod brings it across the timeline, swings it to Sprague on the left wing, cross court to Martin. Martin, 10-footer, buries it. Again, just a slow closeout. And that's it's a great pass. You know, it was a yep. nice skip pass, but you have to anticipate that coming and get out there. Yep. Martin yep. with her first two, and they're spreading the scoring out. Four different Tigers have scored so far. In fact, uh, the only one that has it right now is the post of Sizemore. The She'll get in there. Another junior. Oh, she will. She'll get some bat- some balls right there. Blodgett with a steal on the inbound. Jumps into Lopez. Lays it up and in. That was just a fumble by Lopez. That was that was a that, oh, was, a give- that was a giveaway, not a yeah, takeaway. Threw, threw it low to Stable. She couldn't handle it. They throw Ooh. long to Maylin. Picked off by McLeod. To Blodgett. Over to Sizemore. Back to knocked away. But Blodgett gets it back. Lays it up. She's fouled by Lopez. Lopez had a hand on that. Yep. And it ended up in Blodgett's hands anyway. And that motor is amazing. I, it. It's hard for us to convey the motor that Blodgett has on the air. You have to watch it. It, it is. She is always in the right spot, always tipping the ball, always in great hands. It's just. It's like Lamar Jackson with the NFL right now. You have to watch it to truly yeah. grasp it. How much How much more athletic yep. she is than everybody else on the floor. Yes. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, I, I don't, you know, she's 
I'm going to say this gently. She's filled out a little bit from last year, but she doesn't look any less quick. No. She misses a free throw. Clark with the rebound. Stables now down on the baseline. Puts up a quick jumper there. No good. Clark battling off her hands and out of bounds as uh, a couple of white jerseys in there. I think uh, Martin might have tipped that off of Clark's hands. When you say fell out, you mean she looks like she could play tight end. Yeah, she's she's just more solid looking, and she was solid looking last year. She it's just, a Lindsey McShane type fill out. Yeah, very yeah. strong, very athletic, twitchy. On the right angle, McLeod doubled there. Warriors in a 2-3 zone. Over to Martin. Martin on top. Sprague thought about the jumper. Goes back to McLeod. She drives baseline, pulls up, misses that one. Weak side rebound. There's a foul not called by Lopez. Blodge with the rebound. Misses, gets it back, puts it up and in. There's just no box out there. No, and, and with that rotation, it left a, that ended up being the weak side, and you couldn't get back in front of her. Nope. Once she's got you sealed off, yep. it's going to be all her game inside down there. 13-2 Warriors trail, 4.34 to go in the first quarter, and Blodgett with already seven points. And the only weakness in her game right now is uh, she missed a free throw and she missed a couple of putbacks that uh, she ended up getting the rebound putting back anyway. It's like Tommy Jackson, though. When he was playing here, he'd, he'd always miss his first shot, but then he'd get his own rebound. <laughs> so he'd get a double-double every game, but but all of his points and all of his rebounds were off his own misses. <laughs> it, it doesn't hurt that stat. As long as you don't care about shooting percentage, the, no. the rebounding and, and point numbers look great. Yeah. Uh, so the Warriors with their hands full, as we knew they would be. Uh, and right now it's not turnovers that are hurting the Warriors, uh, but it is the offensive glass of Klatsk and I and the easy shots they're getting on the skip yep. passes the rotation. The defensive rotations, as you mentioned, a little too slow. Closeout's not quite there. Yep. And part of that is um, this isn't as athletic of an warrior team as it was last year in terms of being able to close out. Plummer and, and Graham really spoiled us in terms of their ability to make up ground on the floor. Spoiled us for two or three years. Yeah. Keely on four. Yeah, for sure. Um, and we just don't have that quickness on the perimeter this year to close out. Um, you know, it, it is what it is. You have to play uh, with the... the abilities you bring to the floor yep. but discipline don't beat yourself uh, and so far they haven't turned it over they just need to make more shots they've had some good shots that haven't gone in yep. warriors now uh, getting ready to inbound looks like a one two one one press so a diamond and one you might call that depending on who you are warriors get it into clark in the corner throws it ahead it's tipped and picked off by martin they get it ahead to mcleod mcleod lays it up in. there's no rotation that's just so defense. fast no rotation on the defense after the turnover. And there's another ball slapped out of bounds by Blodgett as she knocks it away from Stables. That's just so fast. Warriors ball. And Blodgett plays up on the point of this diamond and one. So she's right on the ball and then coming from behind also. Stables crosses over, throws it ahead to uh, Sizemore, who's on the other team. Blodgett on the right wing, pulls up. That's a tough jumper. No good. Kendall tips, rebound Sizemore. Kicks it back out to Martin. They reset Sprague. Down on the right side to Blodgett. She skips pass over. Ends up in the hands of Martin. Back on top to Sprague. They go high post. Man, that ball movement is fast. And McLeod misses the jumper on the wing. Lopez with the rebound. Uh, they're passing it faster than I can call it. And that doesn't happen in boys basketball That's impre- It's really impressive. They're just snapping that ball around. you got to love the, the precision they do it with. Clark in the high post. Back out to Kendall. Malin for three. No good. Lopez battling. Gets it. Back out to Clark. Clark resets to Kendall. That was an Skip open pass. three. Over to Stables. Drives baseline. Little runner there. No good. And Martin with the rebound. Ahead to McLeod. McLeod pushing hard up the left side. Now finds Sprague for the 15-footer, and it's in. There's not a lot of weaknesses in this team. No. No. To beat this team, you have to have phenomenal guard play and somebody who can bludgeon them inside. I'm not sure if there's anyone in 3A that can beat them. There's, there's seldom a team in 4A that right. I've seen so far. Williams pulls up, 17-footer by the foul line. Looked like she slipped on the ball a little bit, like she didn't have a good rotation on it. Blodgett with the rebound, and she leads the one-on-four break. Lays it up, no good. Stables with the board. The pace of this game is going to kill the Warriors, though. 17-2. You don't want a quick shoot if you're Amity. No. But they do anyway. Oh Kendall for three. No good. Rebound. Sizemore. You almost just need to hold the ball for two minutes and catch your breath. They throw it ahead to Sprague on the right angle. The right wing, excuse me. She works the right angle now. Backs out. Top of the key. Swings at McLeod. Three-pointer from the left wing. No good. Clark with the re... No, had it. And tipped away by Blodgett. Chased down by Sprague. She puts up a jumper. No good. Long rebound. Stables. Let's it go out of bounds. You can already see they're starting to huff and puff. Oh, the pace is brutal. To the Warriors. 
I mean, you don't have the elevation you have at Lapine, but the pace of this is nothing like the Burns game. I mean, Burns is athletic, but they... It's not that this, this group is more athletic as a group than Burns. They're better basketball players. And that translates into a faster-paced game because they, can, they pass the ball so well. They know where everyone's going to be. In the corner, Lopez. Back out to McMullen. Or, excuse me, out to Kendall. To Clark. Clark to Maylin for three. got to hit one of those. No good. Blodgett with the rebound. Throws ahead to Sprague all by herself for the lay-in. Nobody got back on defense. Olivia Sprague leaks out. She's got six, and it's 19-2 with two minutes to go. They're going to drop 100 on us tonight, Robbie, if we don't slow the pace of this game down. McMullen on the right wing, down in the corner. Lopez finds McMullen on the cut. They double her, kicks it to Williams. That's what you got to hit, and Maylin misses that one. And the rebound, battling down there. Clark had it, pulls it out of there. Sprague ends up with it. Bounce pass to McLeod in traffic. No good. That was some good defense in transition that time. And the ball knocked away by McLeod and out of bounds. Williams will inbound it down there. Now the give and take on that one, the reason we were actually back is because nobody tried to rebound down here. <laughs> you can't do both against no. this team. There are, are going to be very few teams they play all year uh, that can rebound with them and get back because of how fast they move the ball up the floor. Clark in the high post, in the corner to Lopez, drives right baseline, cut off by Blodgett, out to Williams on top. Kendall for three. Good! Courtney Kendall steps up and buries it. Boy, they needed that. Breaks a serious drought. This was an 6-2 uh, game. So that was a 13-0 run for the Tigers. Felt like more than that, actually. It did. The momentum was more than that. Yeah, for sure. Martin on the right angle on top. Sprague. Back to Martin. They go in the corner. Blodgett, 18-footer. No good. Clark with a nice rebound. When Blodgett's not in there, Clark can rebound. Yeah. But when Blodgett's in there, she does so many other things that are that make it hard to rebound against her. She tips the ball away from you, doesn't just try to corral the rebound. Warriors almost turn it over out top. Kendall, her shot blocked by Sprague from the side and out of bounds. Warriors basketball. 32 seconds left to go first quarter. 19-5, Klatskanai. Kendall inbounds left side of the key along the baseline. Lobs it in, not a good decision. Picked off, ahead to Sprague. Sprague across half court, takes it in with the right hand. Lopez fouls her and she scores. That was an obvious foul. Got to recognize the angle, the speed in which the girl's moving, and uh, the fact that she's on her strong hand, too. That's not like Jenna's a renowned shot blogger. Well, 5-5, five, five, she's given up three or four inches to, to McLeod to begin, or uh, to Sprague to begin with. Yep. And then Sprague had the angle on her, really, so all you could do is hit her other shoulder. Yep. Sprague hits the free throw, converts the three-point play, 22-5 into the game. Fuller replaces Lopez, so it's Fuller, Clark, McMullen, Malin, Williams, and Cordy Kendall. Kendall will bring it up over to Williams. Williams ahead to Clark in the left corner. Clark with Blodgett on her. Throws it out and throws it away. Sprague with the pick. Sprague takes it in and scores. Can't turn it over like that. Clark tried to throw the ball back out on top, overthrew Kendall. Courtney working across half court. Zone defense. Kind of a 1-2-2 zone. And that's the end of the first quarter as the Warriors can't get a shot off. 24-5 in favor of I after one. This is KLYC 1260 AM, home of the Amity Warriors. Tacos Burros is an authentic Mexican taqueria. Francisco makes tacos and burritos by order fresh right in front of your eyes. Even the salsa, red and green, begins with roasting just the right chilies and blending according to his special recipe. Tacos Burros offers specials for students. Call in first and he'll have it ready for your lunch break. Open weekdays 7 till 5 and Saturdays 9 until 3. Located at the Trade Street Commons in downtown Amity. Transitions in life. Sometimes it's difficult. One of the biggest transitions is when a loved one leaves us. Macy and Son is there for you. A trusted friend for five generations in Yamhill County. At that time, you will have lots of questions and need someone to walk with you every step of the way. Burial or cremation and a myriad of options, now including aqua cremations. Let Macy and Son walk that journey with you. Macy and Son McMinnville. Five generations helping with funeral and family needs. Welcome back to Amity Warrior Basketball. Jeff Clark, Robbie Sharp, bringing you the action tonight from Plaskenai High School. And uh, the first quarter, Robbie, about what we would have expected. It would have been nice if we had held them below 20 points in the quarter, 24-5. Uh, 
and they didn't commit a foul. No. So they played. They're just smart basketball. Uber players. aggressive defense. Yep. Rebounded, you know, like banshees down there, and ran the floor. Got back, pressed us the whole time. Didn't commit a foul. That's pretty impressive, no. actually. Warrior basketball to start the second quarter. McMullen, and we've got some youth out there. Oh, Kylie within the game. There's a three-pointer by Maylin. I'll help you out here. Kylie Kendall in there. Courtney with the rebound, throws it away. Sprague with a steal. Oh, a little hesitation dribble goes baseline with the left hand and scores. Oh, my goodness. That is, <laughs> that is an amazing move. Head was up, faked right, a little hesitation, then went left real quick. The other end, Stables, air balls the three. Martin finds Sprague. And this is, you know, Sprague is masterful with the ball in her hands. And yes. we just saw that. Uh, it's such a tough one-two punch. Blodgett, right corner, three, buries it. Just clean as can be. She's got, she's you got can't ten. help but laugh. It's, it's good basketball. I mean, yeah. you know, I love my Warriors, but, you know, I also love watching good basketball, and that's what we're seeing. Stables, bounce pass, tries to go down low to Kylie Kendall. Out of bounds, knocked away. That's one of those opportunities. I mean, you need some size in there. Um, Kylie, just a uh, freshman. But big body, strong girl, and has a pretty good basketball IQ, actually, for a freshman. And um, She's not afraid of contact. She's not, and she'll do a good job in there. Bad pass by Stables off the foot of Kylie, comes back to Maylin, buries the three in the corner. That is the hockey assist off the foot of Kylie. <laughs> Maylin with her first basket of the game. 29-8. Sprague, right wing. They swing it around to Blodgett. She'll put up a three from the left side. No good. And the ball tipped by Sprague ends up in the hands of Sizemore, and she's fouled. Perfect example. Um, the Warriors had inside position, but they didn't actually box out. Sprague comes in, just jumps cleanly up, tips the ball away from the shorter Ky uh, Courtney Kendall, and then chases it down, and it ends up in the hands of uh, Sizemore. She gets fouled going up. The fundamentals are uncanny. And that doesn't happen because they're just talented. They have played a lot of basketball together. Mm -hmm. Not just a lot of basketball, but a lot of basketball together. They know where their teammates are. There's a rapport on the floor that you cannot fake. Right there, Blodgett tips it to herself, misses, gets it knocked away, and then Maylin Williams gets the rebound inside. Now, that was a rebound that she got because she had long arms. That right. was... <laughs> and she was off the floor quick. Yep. Williams for three. Oh, air balls this one. Badly oh, stable. Oh. Saves it, but saves it back into uh, Laloff into the game. McLeod ahead to Sprague. Finds Sizemore on the right wing. Kicks it back out. Blodgett stands still. Three looks good. No, just a little bit long. And the rebound to Courtney Kendall. She missed the shot, but that was just pretty. But it looked nice. It right in front of us. Ahead to Stable. Stables loses it out of bounds. Mm. Too many turnovers on simple passes for the Warriors. Can't do that against this team. Sprague walks it across half court. Six minutes and five seconds to go in the first half. Left angle, Blodgett. Back to Sprague on top. They go high post, Sizemore. To Blodgett for three. Bear, nope, deep two. Had a foot on the line. Buries that one. I'm going to run out of space on her. Trying to keep track of her on the roster here. She's got, um, I think, I have to look again. I think that's 12 for her. Williams, left wing to McMullen. Against this zone, you got to figure out how to attack it. Well, there's one way to attack it. Throw up a three off the glass and in for Ellie McMullen. I don't think she called bank. No, that's one of those. Oh, no, great shot. Sizemore down low. Ball knocked away by, I think, Courtney. Stables comes up with it. Stables. Left wing. Williams for three. No good. And McLeod, shortest girl on the floor, chases down the rebound in the corner. Gets it back in the hands of Sprague. Olivia Sprague over to Blodgett. Puts up another three. Buries it. Um, I think Shelby Blodgett's been given the green light tonight. You think? Because that's about her fourth three-point, maybe fifth three-point attempt. Hasn't hesitated at all. I think they're just going to look to get her 40 tonight. <laughs> that's what it looks like to me. Courtney on top. Misses the three. Rebound. In the middle of three blue jerseys, it is Blodgett. She throws a baseball pass ahead to Sprague about 70 feet down the floor for the lay-in. And... So, Robbie, you you played football, you played basketball. Blodgett, one, one, Blodgett, more, one more than the other. Yeah, but yeah. Blodgett caught the ball on the rebound. She is approximately 60 feet probably from where Sprague is when she catches it. Turns, head up, 
immediately throws a baseball pass that hits Sprague in stride. She takes one dribble, lays it up and in. How, how easy is that to do? There's, there's, only, there's only one guy I can think of in boys basketball in the state right now that can do that, and it's Josh Ward. Yeah, it's just, I, there's, there's just not many people that can do that. It, absolutely. We had one a few years ago in Morgan Croxford yep. who could make that pass, and people, you were marveling at her all the time. She loved to do it with a bounce pass more than the over-the-top. Yes. But this one, this is actually tougher than throwing a bounce pass because she threw that ball up and over so that it drops right in, in stride, to her teammate who's out in front. And, uh, you know, there's you have to be so aware every time a shot goes up of getting two people back. And that's not happening right now. That's a that's a basketball awareness issue that the Warriors, you can tell them in the huddle all you want, but in the middle of the game, you have to be aware of who's on top and you've got to make an effort to get back. You, you almost just say, hey, whoever's near, whoever took the shot, go Run. board. Everyone else just get back. Yeah. There is no second opportunity. Yeah. For anybody. Well, and the bottom line is you're not going to get enough second chance points to make it worth no. banging the offensive glass because they're such a good rebounding team. No. You know, so the fast break points given up are not worth the second chance points given. Right. Exactly. 36-11 in favor of the Tigers. 437 and counting here in the second quarter. McMullen tries to go in the corner to Stables. Stables left the corner and decided to cut baseline. Elliott already committed to throwing it. I'm not sure whose fault that was, but between the two of them, it was a turnover. That's a giveaway, not a takeaway. Yep, exactly. Defense had nothing to do with that turnover. Sprague will take a three from the right angle. So that was the decision of the timeout was Blodgett's done shooting. Now we're going to let Sprague shoot. Sprague, top of the key, swings it to uh, McLeod. She'll dribble around the top and back to Hellman in the game. Blodgett, baseline, misses the jumper. Courtney Kendall with the rebound. Nice job, Courtney. Courtney's a good rebounder, inch for inch. She's not afraid of contact. And she has good hands and throws it away, though. Sprague anticipated that pass, throws it ahead to McLeod, chases it down in the corner, resets out to Hellman. Hellman knocked away by Stables, and the ball's loose, and Hellman's going to be the one that chases it down and then gets it to Sprague. Good awareness there by Hellman. Throws it ahead to McLeod. McLeod can't hang on to it, saves it, but it was uh, Courtney Kendall with her feet on the line who intercepted the ball on the throwback in. So by my count, we have three players that were just playing upstairs on the JV game, man. One for, two for us and one for them. Number 10, uh, is that Hellman? Yeah. yeah. She was just playing JV up there. She'll take a three from the right angle and bury it. She did that a couple times in the JV game. 5-4, freshman. Brother's a three-pointer. Brother's a heck of a football player. McMullen down on the corner to Stables. This time she's there. They swing it back around to Maylin on top. Now to Ellie on the left wing, back to Maylin. Maylin skips it down on the side to Courtney. Stables, Williams, McMullen on top. Good ball movement for the Warriors. Now they go inside to Kendall. Back out to McMullen for three. Good, good. Nope, deep two. Nice job by Ellie. Ready to shoot when she caught the ball. That's a good sign for a freshman. She was wide open, and Maylin was wide open next to her if she would have gone one more pass. So that was That was just good ball movement there. That's the first time we've seen that kind of good ball movement more than a couple of passes. Sprague on top over to Hellman. Down in the corner, Blodgett. Another three from there. Good. She oh. wasn't even that open. She just had a second. Catch and shoot. Uh, yeah. I mean, that uh, reminds me a little bit of Lillian Dumbler years ago. Yes. Catch that ball in the corner, quick release, boom. Don't even hesitate. If nope. I've got the ball in my hands, I'm going to shoot it. Skip pass over to McMullen. Off her hands out of bounds. A little bit tall for her. 42-13 in favor of the Tigers. 2.29 left to go second quarter. Are they looking to put 100 on us tonight? That's my question, Robbie. They could do it if they really want to. Oh, they could put 100 on just about anybody if they want to. Just about. I believe it was 43-10 to 10 at halftime of, of their game against Portland at Venice last night. They probably could have put 100 on Like you said, they're, they're, they're going into their bench here. Down yeah. to some JV players. Baseline shot missed there. Tipped away. McMullen with the rebound. That was Sizemore with the miss. McMullen holds up, calls out where everybody should be to Stables for three, air balls that one, and the rebound to Sprague. Sprague ahead to Martin, knocked away. Sizemore ends up with it to Blodgett, 18-footer, bounces around, and no good. Courtney Kendall with the rebound. Klatskanai has another JV player about to check in here. Head to Stables on the right wing, leaves it for McMullen, three-pointer out top, bakes it in again. All right, one time. Might be luck. Okay, she might, she might have called it. Maybe, she, maybe she's practicing that 20-foot <laughs> bank shot. And Coach Blodgett needs a timeout. 42-16. Warriors trail by 26 with 137 left to go in the second quarter. 
Hey, we want to thank uh, sponsors of Warrior Basketball. I want to thank Curtis Stairs with Stairs Auto Body, the best auto body work you can get done anywhere in Yamhill County. Warrior Construction, Scott Worthington, uh, outstanding excavators, done some work for the school and some other people I know, and uh, everybody's been beautifully satisfied with the work he does, whether it's a big landscaping job or excavation. Whatever you need, Scotty can do it. Uh, and Becky Mather with EXP Realty. Becky, a local realtor, big supporter of Warrior Athletics, has had uh, three boys and a girl at Amity High School. And Mike Mather currently playing JV boys uh, for the Warriors. Becky, uh, great attention to detail if you uh, need to buy or sell a home. She will make sure that you get all your needs met. I mean, Tiger basketball right here at half court. Tiger's going left to right in front of us. We're on the far side of the gym from the scorer's table and the bench. We have a good look at what's going on with coaches and things. That's one of the reasons I like being on the opposite side. You can see what's, what coaches are doing over there, which is kind of nice. Instead of just seeing the backside. Out on top, Hellman for three. Misses that one. Inside, Clark wrestling and pulled away. And Sprague pulls it out of bounds and turns it over. So... Audrey and Olivia in there battling for that ball. That was physical right there. It was, but in a clean way. No elbows being thrown, just two girls going after that ball. McMullen on top, gets it to Stables, looks at the three, goes in the corner to Kylie Kendall, back out on top to McMullen. Her pass for Lopez, and Lopez will turn it over. She could have gone into the backcourt to get the ball. It was tipped, but she bounced it once on the Warriors' side, then went into the backcourt. It's an over and back. 103 left to go, first half. 42-16, Warriors down by 26. Hellman to Martin on the left wing. Back on top, Hellman. Plays catch with Martin. Looking right now over to number four. I'll get that number name for you. That's Kylie Thomas. Another JV player. Buries a three, a 5-5 freshman. It's almost like there's a culture of basketball here, Rob. You think? There's a knockaway from Stables. And stolen by Sprague. She'll take it in on Sydney, draw the foul, and score. Winning state championships can do that for you. Boy, I'll tell you, it's probably not hard to get the girls in the gym in the offseason, huh? <laughs> we have an open gym. There's 30 girls there. Hmm. And in this gym, you have the space for it. You do. It's a beautiful facility. One thing you don't have to worry about during volleyball season, you don't have to worry about the ball hitting the well, ceiling. If you hit that ceiling, you've done something. That's got to be <laughs> at least 30 feet. I'd go kicked it to hit the ceiling here. Sprague trying to complete three-point play and does so with perfection as she swishes it through. They'll have to do some accounting at halftime to get these score totals. 48-16. There's another knockaway, but it'll be Warriors basketball. Martin got a hand in the passing lane there. So it's Clark and Kylie Kendall along with Stables, McMullen, and uh, Lopez on the floor for the Warriors. Blodja getting a nice break here for the Tigers. Lopez tries to go in the corner to Clark, knocked away by Martin. <laughs> She's telling Audrey to catch the ball with two hands. The ball didn't get to her. <laughs> she got to get it past the defender first. McMullen looking at this 2-3 zone. 13 seconds. Finally gets it over to Stables with 11. Down in the corner, Kylie Kendall out on top to Ellie. McMullen, 23-footer, straight away out there, no good. Sizemore with the rebound with four seconds. Ahead to Sprague, throws it forward to Martin, puts up a 25-footer. And I don't know if that was bad shot or Clark got a hand on it. One of the two, but the ball went sailing sideways a little bit. 48-16 at halftime. Warriors actually an improvement in that quarter. They were only outscored 20, oh no, yeah, 24 to nine, 11. So, you know, it, again, if you're a coach, you look at that and you say, hey, that's better, right? We had some improvement over the first quarter. The, well, we'll talk about this when we come back. We'll talk about the pace of the game and what that does to you. Shock and awe there a little bit. This is Amity Warrior Basketball, KLYC 1260 McMinnville. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Welcome back, Warrior fans, wherever you're listening to us tonight. Jeff Clark and Robbie Sharp here at halftime of the girls' game. Warriors taking on the defending state champions, top-ranked Klatskanite Tigers, Robbie. And um, as the Warriors came out in that first quarter, you know, we had talked about you know, there's kind of moral victories you're trying to have. You're not trying to beat the best team in the state. You're trying to do some things better against them than what might be expected. Um, but there's a when you come out and you play against a team that has that much talent and knows they're good and is playing at home, what is that, you know, that, what's that atmosphere like on the floor for the underdog team coming into that? Uh, 
there's two different ways to take it. Uh, for example, when we played down at Coos Bay and San Diego Christian, it's kind of like, well, okay, we're playing with house money here. You can play free and loose, and you know, you play your best basketball sometimes. And there's sometimes you kind of get yourself overhyped and say, okay, we're going to beat them. We're going to take it right to them. And then when it doesn't go your way in the first two minutes, you yeah. kind of fold. Yeah. So there's two different ways to go about it. Like I said last year at Coos Bay, we were kind of yeah. playing with house money. So. Right. Well, and, and I think the girls tonight, it's uh, you can talk, you can watch film, and you can talk about the speed of the game and how quickly they're going to pass the ball. But it looks different on film than it does when you're on the floor. Even when you watch live, it looks different than once you're out there. And, and you realize how quick the angles change because of the passes. Uh, and you're, you're taking the wrong drop step. Or you just you don't anticipate how quickly a girl's going to get from one place to another. Because there are, no, there are no slow motion moves. When they make a cut, they cut hard. When they make a pass, they make it crisp. And it just changes the whole speed of the game out there, I think, for our girls. Well, it does. It's like when we played De La Salle the first time at Salem Academy, at Salem Academy last year, the boys. We did not fully appreciate watching film what George Soddy and all those guys looked like. Yeah. And that's why we got our doors blown off. That and George Soddy had the hottest hand of anybody in the state that night. Oh. <laughs> that first quarter was a thing to behold. <laughs> it took us about three and a half quarters to figure it out. Yeah. So then when we played them down at Coos Bay, okay, we knew what we were we, we knew what we were going against. It takes three and a half quarters when you're playing a team like this to truly grasp what you're going against. You can't emulate it in practice. No. there's Especially no. In, in boys when there's a big difference. Because what do you do? Bring in a college team? If, you know? if, you, have, if you have JV players that can, that can mimic what, what Klatsk and I or De La Salle from yeah. last year would look like. There's JV no, boys. Yeah. There, there's <laughs> no way you should not be winning right. state championships. <laughs> you have to bring the JV boys in to even come close to that speed. And honestly, as fast as they move the ball, it would challenge our varsity boys to move it that fast. Oh, yes. I mean, Absolutely. They, they move the ball as well as any boys or girls team in the state. Absolutely. Uh, and so if that paints a little bit of a picture for you about what you're up against, and this is a nice-sized court for them. It's a big court. This is a full-sized, I'm guessing, 94-foot court. Um, it, it's at least 88. It's longer than the Warriors court by several feet, and it's a little wider. And that plays into the more athletic team that can move the ball and can move their bodies quickly on the floor. If anyone has been to Coquille High School, it's similar. Now, I realize those are two very distant points, so you probably you know, <laughs> might, have not, might, might have not gone, but... but Coquille and Klatt's going to have very similar courts. In, in, the, in, the, in the corner three, you have a lot more wiggle room. You do. You don't step out of bounds as often. Yes. Right. It's a little tighter in Amity by probably a solid foot on each baseline. So probably two feet wider here um, yep. and probably, probably four feet, five feet longer. And that may not sound like a lot, but it just allows for a little more spacing. It means that if you get your spacing right on your press break, it's harder for the defense to cover it because they're, they're having to cover more than they're used to practicing on at home. But it also wears you out a little bit more. It's two more, two more steps down the floor every time. Well, yeah, if it's, if it's, if it's a total of four feet longer when you're, doing, when you're doing suicides and practice and conditioning, you're going a total of eight feet farther. It makes a difference. Yes. Uh, and and uh, a bigger court plays into the better condition, the more athletic team, obviously. And more spacing on yeah. the floor. So... Warriors, uh, see if they, uh, I'd be interested to know what Jed's goals are coming out here in the third quarter. My guess is, number one, you've got to take care of the basketball. Let's try to have, you know, maybe less than four or less turnovers in the third quarter, something like that. I didn't track them, but I'm guessing we had, yeah, Cooper Blodgett here. I'm guessing we had eight to ten turnovers there in that second quarter. We got a little sloppy with the ball. Somewhere around that area. And, and they weren't really takeaways. That was the thing. They were giveaways. There's a difference in turnovers there. If the defense doesn't have a part in it and you're yeah. just giving it to them, that, that's a different turnover. We had an over and back. We had another one that we threw away over the half-court line that they chased down for a, a lay miscommunication, backdoor cut here. Miscommunication, yep, that went out of bounds there. Uh, you know, we could have been more. We had one go off a foot that ended up being a three-pointer, but it could have been a turnover. Um, so... So in the first half, um, you know, bright spots for the Warriors. I thought uh, Courtney did a pretty good job at the point guard position. First time she started at that position for the Warriors. Uh, and I thought overall she took pretty good care of the basketball and got the offense initiated at least. Uh, Warriors missed a lot of open threes. Uh, Ellie McMullen, though, bright spot coming off the bench. Two threes, uh, eight points there in that Both first bank half. Shots. Both of them banked in. So she leads the Warriors in scoring with eight. Kendall uh, and Malin Williams with three each. Sydney Sables with two. 
uh, for Klatsk and I, and I forgot to do my bring my calculator here. I might have to whip that out real quick. But uh, three threes for Blodgett, and she had uh, 18 points total in the first half. And Sprague didn't take didn't make any three pointers, but had. Let me get this to you. You're going to enjoy this here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. 18 points for Sprague. Uh, and 36 they, total. Yeah, between those two. <laughs> so if you take those two out of the game, we're winning by four. Anybody's game without those two. <laughs> 30 That's seconds only there. two of the top three players in the state right there. You know, the team that gives this team problems is a 2A school, Kennedy. Uh, yeah. Kennedy's very yeah. good. Well, um, and they played each other. They did. Start the Both season. of the last two years. Yep. And last year, Kennedy beat them in the in the early season. This year, they got by Kennedy. Both of them close games, though. The other team that can, and this is, I've been working for Oregon Predict, which is covering three and four A sports. The, the one I've seen that would really give them trouble is Philomath, because Philomath can run with them stride for stride, and they got shooters all over the yeah, place. Yeah, they do. But that would also, be an interesting. They're also a four A school. That would be four A, yes. <laughs> And I'm that, just saying, three-team tournament right. between Kennedy right. would be fun to watch. Be... You could sell it out, I oh, think. Oh, yeah. Tigers ball to start the third quarter. In the corner, size more with it. Looks down low to Blodgett. Blodgett, Clark fronted her, knocks it away. Blocks her out, but Sprague gets it. Sprague gets it tipped away, gets it back out on top. They swing it left side to Martin. Martin back to McLeod. Sprague traveled, got away with it. Swings it back to Martin on the left side. Another travel, drug her pivot foot, no call. Martin on the left angle, gives it to Sizemore on the baseline, back to Martin. They skip pass over to Sprague. Fakes right. Oh, that is a great pass down low, but lost by Blodgett there, and Maylin Williams gets it to Lopez. That, that was a beautiful entry pass. Clark actually had pretty good position on Blodgett, but she just threaded the needle, but Blodgett couldn't handle it. Clark on the baseline, hooks it back out. Not a good pass. You can't do that from the baseline out on top. Tipped away. McLeod with it, takes it all in, and scores. Please. Another giveaway. And that's the uh, second time Clark's had a hard time with that baseline pass. She's making a one-hand pass instead of a two-hand. But McLeod also expected it and yep. was covering it. It wasn't there. That was down a good the, rotation. Down in the corner, Lopez with it. They go inside to Clark on Sizemore. Clark turns back out. Williams, oh, had the three, didn't take it. Swings it to Stables on the left side. Looks inside, drives baseline, little floater, gets it to go. Sydney Stables with uh, her second basket of the game. Good movement there. They cross court over to Martin on the left side. Goes high post, Blodgett, 18-footer, no good. And the rebound, uh, her and Kendall get tied up, but Blodgett was going to end up with that if they had let it go another half a second. She was ripping it away pretty quickly. <laughs> a strong girl. Slight strength advantage there. Yeah, I think she would have picked Courtney up if Courtney had hung on to the ball. <laughs> Kendall brings it across, flips it over to Williams on the right angle, down in the corner to Lopez. Tries to go to Williams, knocked away by Sizemore and out of bounds on the cut. Really nothing there. Need to fake that and then hit your high post after the defense draws off the post. Williams with it. Lobs to Clark. Clark kicks it out. Lopez drives. Kicks. Stables for three. No good. Inside position. Clark battling. Blodge takes it away from her. Ahead to Sprague. Flips it over to McLeod, and she scores on the fast break just like that. That's just that's just pretty. Uh, two passes, ball doesn't touch the ground. Goes the length of the floor. Williams down in the corner to Clark. Clark throws it away again, and Kendall on a cut. They, and that'll get uh, somebody else into the game for Clark, I think. And again, Chloe McLeod gets a basket at the other end on the fast break. Sakelli's like coming in. And uh, Clark... Three turnovers trying to go from that baseline out top on the pass. That time, miscommunication between her and Kendall. They go inside to Clark, back out. Lopez looks at the shot, drives, and I have no idea who she was throwing that to. There was nobody in that corner, but it's picked off. They throw ahead to McLeod. She saves, and Kendall with the steal. And Kendall dribbles it off her leg and out of bounds. My best guess is she was trying to throw it to Dylan Anderson because he's the only one wearing all blue like the like the uniforms right now. And uh, apparently that went off of McLeod or somebody in out of bounds. So it'll be Warrior Basketball. Clark out. Can't turn that ball over. And Clark not looking to score. She's catching that ball in that low post. you got to turn and put some pressure on that defense, even if there's a defender on you. Got to be an offensive threat out there. Kendall throws into Lopez in the post. She turns, squares, shoots, airballs it, lodges it, saves it, and throws an outlet pass off balance. And they get it to McLeod, and McLeod scores. Sprague with the assist. 
Oh, my goodness. That's just immaculate. She's falling out of bounds, has the wherewithal to throw a pass to half court to hit Sprague and Stride, who then hits uh, McLeod for the lay-in. That is uh, beautiful basketball, folks. And we're Warrior fans. We're homers. And it's still beautiful. Malin Williams with a deep three, air balls it. Martin with the rebound, knocked away, stolen by Courtney. And Blodgett steals it right back. Blodgett leading the break. Bounce pass. Oh, and she led McLeod. McLeod had stopped running. And that's immediately Blodgett says, keep running, yep. keep running, I'll hit you for the lane. You would have had one. Yep. So leadership right there. Doesn't yell at her, just says, hey, keep running. We'll have you. If you would have kept running, we'd be up 40 right now. That's right, 56-18. <laughs> I stopped telling people what the score was. Blodgett with a steal. See if she keeps running. Throws it to uh, McLeod. She misses. And there is a foul inside on Kendall as uh, Olivia Sprague gets the rebound and goes to take it back up. I mean, the moment they picked that ball off, there were, there were three of them down to four. Yeah. They, and, again, folks, this is – we're not being sexist here. This is – I don't care if it's boys or girls. This is one of the best running basketball teams you're going to find in the state. They throw outlet passes with the best of any boys or girls team. They push the tempo, uh, and they finish. And they make their free throws, too. Sprague hits the first one. She'll have one more. And that one's good also. So 58-18. Warriors have only scored two points in this quarter, but outscored 10-2. Williams on the left wing with it. Down in the corner. McMullen looks at the three, not there. Finds Kendall in the high post. She banks it. No good. Blodgett tips it. Martin with it. Throws an outlet. Got tipped. Williams comes down with it. To McMullen. Puts up a quick trigger. Three. No good. And the shortest girl on the floor, McLeod with it. Throws an outlet pass to Sprague. Sprague gets a lay-in at the other end. Just like that. <laughs> I mean, even their point guard throws outlet passes. I mean, the first oh. thing she did when she got that ball is look up, and there's Sprague running down the floor. Oh, the, my. The court awareness is outstanding, and that's an understatement. I mean, I'm out of superlatives, honestly. There's just them no play. words. So, so we'll just let you listen to the crowd. I, there, I, there's literally <laughs> no words to use with it, so... Silence probably is the as, only thing that would give it. As a basketball fan, I, even though it's against my Warriors, I love watching great basketball. Uh, it is a thing of beauty uh, to watch. Uh, it's like no other sport when it's being played right uh, because of the amount of skill that goes into playing the game right at the pace. You know, Because the better your skill level and the better your awareness, the greater the pace you can play at at both ends of the floor. They play at a pace that De La Salle plays at, and that's about it, honestly. I don't think there's any other boys teams that play at the same pace that these Tiger girls do. It's amazing. No, no. There are a lot of teams that try to play fast that don't have the, the unspoken communication skills necessary to play that fast. Yep. Um, I boys last year kind of come to mind. They were right. really talented. They really played fast. They turned the were, ball over a lot. They were very turnover prone, yep. yes. This team does not turn it over much. No. Williams on the left wing with it. Down in the corner, McMullen for three. Blocked by Blodgett out of bounds. So Blodgett guarded Williams and then guarded McMullen. Gelly's just got to get that off a little bit quicker. Got to be ready to catch and shoot, not catch, gather and shoot. And that's, she'll learn that. She's a freshman. She'll figure that out. There's a lot of talent in this, this freshman and sophomore group yep, here. Williams slobs it in, and McLeod comes up with a steal on McMullen. Weaves her way through traffic, quickly gives it up to Blodgett, fakes, drives, hangs, lays it up and in. Nice power move down there. Shelby Blodgett running out of room here. She's got, I think, uh, a lot. A lot. <laughs> yeah. How's that? She gets a rebound there on an air ball. Great outlet pass. It's a Sprague. Sprague drives, hangs, lays it up and in over Kendall. So <laughs> it's just the Sprague and Blodgett show, which we knew it would be. Yeah. Kendall with it. 2.48 left to go here in the third quarter. Right angle or right corner three. Air ball to Blodgett. Nobody back. Sprague will take it the length of the floor, lay it up in. It's like rat ball where it, nobody's playing any defense. Ball. It's worse than rat you ball. you got to get back on defense, and nobody is. Oh, my. Kendall walks it across. Their shooting percentage is going to be really good against us. <laughs> On top to Maylin. Maylin down in the right corner to Sydney. Goes high post, and Lopez picks up a loose ball foul there or a reach-in foul on Sizemore. But will their shooting percentage be higher than their point total? <laughs> well, not if they get to 100, because <laughs> yeah. I know they missed a couple shots somewhere. 
Uh, Blodgett and Sprague stay in. They replace them with uh, three other, uh, the, the, replace their teammates with three others. Stables, quick trigger three, no good. Williams passes it back off of Hellman's foot. She ends up with it. She loses it, and the steal by Kylie Thomas. Thomas brings it up herself. It's a JV player. Gives it to Blodgett on the right wing. Blodgett just powers her way baseline, fakes the, the pass, gets the shot, misses twice. Ball tip. Blodgett gets it back, puts it up and in. No words. So that's no help if you're going to be on the air and not have any words for me. Right, well, <laughs> we, we've said everything. I know. McMullen in the corner. Dribbles, knocked away by Blodgett, picked up by Hellman. Hellman driving hard on the right side, and she is fouled by Kendall. So Hellman will get a chance to go to the line and shoot two. 68-18, 132 left to go third quarter. They need a uh, mercy ruling like they have in football. If you get up 40 in the second half, the clock should just run. Well, there is a running clock in there at 45. Oh, shoot. Oh, is that JV that that's a rule? I, it might be in JV. Uh, Middle like, school, maybe. Yeah, I feel yeah, like we had some varsity. running clock in JV games. Not in varsity, Dang. but, uh, yeah, the uh, uh, varsity, you just got to take your lumps. Jeez. If you want a running clock, just get the ball and hold it, and hopefully the other team doesn't play defense. You can run out eight minutes that way. <laughs> Hellman misses a pair. Warrior basketball. McMullen, right angle with it. Works her way out towards the top. Hellman on her. They pinch. She gets to the elbow. Pulls up. Misses the shot. Kaya Rosenbaum with the rebound. Blocked by Blodgett. Knocked away. Sprague, first person to the ball. And then outruns all the Warriors as she's dribbling. Misses the lay-in, though. And the rebound by Stables. Stables, fouled, knocked to the floor by Sprague. And the reason that she got fouled is because Sydney couldn't control the ball. She was off balance, and she stepped sideways in front of Sprague and drew the foul, not knowing Sprague was coming up behind her. That was an inadvertent foul, I guess you could say. Well, and it's ironic that Stables being a little off balance saved the turnover because Sprague was coming <laughs> for that ball behind her. And I don't think Sydney knew she was there. McMullen on the right angle with it, looking in the corner, not there. Takes a dribble, now goes to the corner, knocked away by Sprague. 53 seconds left to go, third quarter. I thought we had a band in here for a second, then I realized it was the cheerleaders. Yeah, they're doing a good job thumping down there. Lopez down on the block, hooks it up, no good. Rosenbaum can't get it, knocked out of bounds by Sprague, though, Warrior basketball. So some, uh, I, you know, I don't know how dejected you are when the game is over. In the moment, it's kind of, it's kind of tough, but... You know, it depends on what your expectations were here. And and if the expectations what were what we think they are, I, I don't know if you can be that you disappointed. Yeah, I mean, you, you knew it was going to be an L coming in. Hellman, three-pointer left side, misses. Blodgett with the rebound, steps back, 15-footer, no good. Sprague with the board, kicks it back out. Three-pointer there by Thomas, misses. Blodgett gets the rebound, misses. Finally, Rosenbaum corrals it over to Courtney. Courtney ahead to Lopez. Lopez, a little hesitation. Good dribble. Cut off by Hellman. Out on top, Kendall. Kendall works left. Five. Works back right. Gives it to McMullen. Back to Kendall. Two and a half seconds. Puts up a deep three. No good. Sprague with the rebound, and that is the end of three. Warriors were outscored 20-2 to two in that quarter. They're down 68-18 as we head to the fourth here from Klatskanai High School. This is Amity Warrior Basketball, KLYC McMinnville. Looking to buy or sell a home or some other piece of real estate? Call local realtor Becky Mather with EXP Realty LLC and the Welcome Home Team. As your trusted advisor, Becky is ready to walk with you through every stage of your real estate journey. Let Becky Mather help you make a real estate slam dunk. You can reach her at 971-241-2997. That's 971-241-2997. Becky Mather at EXP Realty. KLYC, McMinnville Amity. Streaming services provided you by H&R Block, where Block has your back. We are also here for your business service needs. Welcome back, Warrior fans. Eight minutes to go in this girls' varsity action. Warrior boys headed to the locker room to have their final chat about the game that's coming up. And uh, I don't know much about the Klatskanai boys this year. Um, I know they'll be athletic. 
They're, they've got the fastest football team in the state, so I'm guessing they've got some speed on the basketball court, uh, but I don't know where they are in terms of basketball skill level or size. Not, not all their football players in the backfield play. Their quarterback is right there walking in front of us, Mr. James Hellman, who's really fast. But He's but not a basketball player. Is he a wrestler? I, I don't know, actually. I'm not sure. Built like a wrestler. Yes. About 5'9 and just put together. They go down low, size more on the baseline. Should be three in the key by now on Sprague, but instead she gets a shot off. Rebounded by McMullen. McMullen pushes hard up the right side. They double her, knock it away, and Sprague hits it out of bounds. So it will be Warrior basketball still. McMullen to inbound to our right. She gets it back from Kendall. Courtney with it to Ellie. High post, Lopez knocked away. The double team was already there, and they threw it to it anyway. There's a pass ahead to McLeod. McLeod backs it out. She's doubled by McMullen and Kendall. Swings it to Sprague on top. Lodge it, high post, turns, and scores. They fronted her, but the help defense didn't come quick enough after the pass. I'm not sure why she's still in the game, if I'm being honest. I think they, I think they want 40. I really do. Mm-hmm. McMullen, Kendall, high post, Lopez out to Stables for three. That's good ball movement. Yeah. Can't make it. Rosenbaum saves it off of Martin and out of bounds. That was good rebound position. <laughs> that was a really smart play to throw it, it off really the leg. <laughs> Some good things there. Ball move was good. They got it into the high post, kicked it out on the reverse to the other wing for the open three, but you got to make some shots. Warriors not a great three-point shooting team. Right corner, Lopez fakes the three, drives, steps through, and her pass stolen by Sprague. Sprague read that all the way. Sprague pushes hard up the left side, takes it with the right hand, misses. Stables had it, knocked away by McLeod into Sprague's hands. Her pass tipped away. Martin has it. It's loose on the floor. Martin tips it through Sizemore's legs. Blodgett saves it in. Sizemore on the floor, and it's a jump ball. Good hustle. One player didn't get the memo. They were going to the locker room. (laughs) One straggler for the Warriors. I don't think he knows where the locker room is. That's what he's asking right now, (laughs) how to get there. He'll figure it out. He's a senior. He's been in a lot of gyms. He'll be all right. Stables on the right wing. Dumps down mid post to uh, Rosenbaum. They try to reverse it. It's stolen away. Knocked away out of the passing lane. There's a pass ahead to Blodgett. She controls it to Sprague underneath to McLeod. The shortest row on the floor has been the recipient of numerous lay-ins as she just runs the floor and they find her. 6.14 to go. Stables, drives, elbow, jumper, off the glass, no good. Tipped, tipped a couple times. McMullen had it blocked by Blodgett. Blodgett throws a one-hand pass ahead, stolen by Kendall. Nice job. First time we've picked off an outlet pass all day. They dump down low. McMullen can't handle it, kicks it back out. Courtney Kendall, short jumper, no good. And Sizemore with good position for the board. Knocked away by McMullen into Stables' hands. She pulls up 18-footer, no good. Rosenbaum had it. Blodgett steals it. Th- quick pass. Sprague to McLeod. McLeod lays it in at the other end. Just like that. Two passes, never hit the ground. It, it is a thing of beauty. They know exactly where to throw that out. She glances up and she knows that, that Sprague is going to be there. Sprague's got double-digit assists in this game, I'm sure of Easily. That. Easily. She might have 15. Stables dumps down low over the head of Rosenbaum out of bounds. I wonder if they have more team assists than we have points. Like that's a genuine question. That because they're be. assisting on almost every every very bucket. very few offensive rebound putbacks in the game. They had a couple early, but they haven't done that a lot. And very few drives. Most of it catch and shoot or run the floor and get a lay in. Seventy four eighteen. Tigers ahead. McLeod. Brings it across, works right off the screen, goes in the corner to Sizemore. She'll take the 18-footer, no good, and Malin Williams gets a rebound. A rare defensive rebound for the Warriors. Williams got away with a double dribble ahead to McMullen. Back to Malin. Malin thought about the three, swings it to Stable. She'll take the three, looks good. No, off the back rim. Long rebound, Malin. Back to Sydney. Sydney hooks a pass, down low to Rakaya. Back out to Sydney, right corner three. Finally, something goes in. That was wide open. Sydney Stables. Well, uh, McLeod faked toward her, but thought she was going to swing the pass and was trying to jump the passing lane. Yep. Good job by Sydney to knock that down. McLeod, left angle, swings it back across to Hellman. They go high post. Blodgett turns from 13, knocks it down. Now they're pulling her. Malin with it by the center circle. Goes left side to Sydney. Stables, a couple of dribbles. Goes in the corner to Jenna. Back out to Malin on top, Ellie. McMullen with it. Bounce pass to Sydney. Stables, high post. 
Lopez out to Williams for three. Good. Okay, that kind of ball movement, though, is a good sign. And those are some of the positives that Jed will be able to look at later and say, if we do that against a lesser team, we're going to be in a position to be successful offensively. They're getting good open shots. At the other end, McLeod, or Sprague knocks down a mid-range jumper from the left angle. And that's about all you can hope for is just to make those little improvements. Sydney, 23-footer, misses that one. Maylin chases down the rebound. Bounce pass to McMullen off her hands. She gets to it before McLeod, though. Three and a half minutes to go in this one. 78-24. Sydney Sables, left angle three. Too strong on that one. McLeod tips it, kicks it. McMullen gets it to Rosenbaum. Rosenbaum facilitating the play there from the high post. Back out to Maylin. Williams working on Hellman to Stables. Stables goes down low on the left block. Lopez gets her shot blocked. Stables, good hustle, gets it back, gets her shot blocked, fouled by Sizemore. There's been some better ball movement here in the fourth quarter. Um, and some shots being made in the three-point range helps also. We had some of those shots earlier. The ball movement wasn't always bad. We just didn't make shots. And uh, the problem is when we've missed shots, they've gotten two points at the other end almost immediately. Yep. I don't know. I, I've lost. Well, I haven't really been trying to keep count, but I would <laughs> guess they have had 15 runouts in this game for two points. Oh, easily. Easily. I mean, probably close to half of their points have come off of fast breaks. I I would venture to say probably half, yeah. Um, and, and probably 10 times this game, they've ran a fast break without a dribble. Yeah. And gotten a lay-in, which is like what you draw up in practice, but it's hard to do, right? Because it, it, it takes is. a long outlet pass and yep. accurate deep passes. And people running. <laughs> You've got to run. Two points at the free throw line for Sydney Stables. She has nine in the game, leading the Warriors in scoring. Ellen Mullen with eight. Hellman swings it over to McLeod. Warriors in a 3-2 zone here, it looks like, or a two, I guess a 2-3 just extended. Hellman on the right angle. Working against Bingman. Her pass knocked away by Maylin, picked up by McLeod. Gets it back to uh, number 22, that's Booth. Hellman on the right angle, looking at the high post. It's not there. Tries to go down low. Ball knocked away. And a jump ball on the floor between Stables and Hagen. 2.39 left to go in this one. Abby Fuller into the game, replaces Jenna Lopez. Hellman inbounds left side of the key on the baseline. Kicks it out to uh, McLeod. McLeod backs it out. Works right. Cut off there by Bingman. Out on top to Booth. Booth with it. Dumps high post. Turn. Quick shot. No good by uh, Liloff and rebounded by the Warriors. May Lin ahead to Stables on the right angle. Crosses over. Now swings a pass to Bingman. Puts up a quick trigger three. A little short. Rebounded by Booth but it hit out of bounds first. Nope. This, They're going to say she was out of bounds. There we go. This is almost a full JV squad from Clansman right here. Warriors will inbound. May Lin with 2.11 to go. Trigger in from the left side of the key. On the baseline. Goes to Abby. Knocked away and picked up by number one out there, McLeod. On top to Hellman. Hellman, high post. The loft turns. Banks, no good. Rosenbaum with the rebound. Good position in there for the Warriors. Different team when you take Sprague and lodge it out, isn't it? Yeah. Just the speed of the game changes dramatically. Stables, left wing, drives, baseline, 15-footer, strong. Rosenbaum with a weak side rebound. Turns, shoots, scores. Good right down around. there in that low post. Yeah. Her first basket of the game. Minute and a half to go in this one. Warriors down, 78-28. They may not get tripled up. That's not bad. Well, it is bad, but... It's not as bad as it could have been. Williams with a steal on McLeod, and McLeod reaches in and fouls her. The fourth team foul on the Tigers in this half, and I think they've had six in the game. Maybe seven fouls. Not many. The Warriors don't have many fouls either because, you know, the, when the ball moves that fast, you don't get a lot of fouls. Well, yeah, you're not making contact on yeah. anybody. Bingman misses the three. Challenges for the rebound. Can't get it. Hellman pushes hard up the middle of the floor. A little loose with the handle there. Gets it under control. Back out to McLeod. Swings left angle to Booth. Booth looking inside. Dumps it. Back out. Laloff kicks it to 
Hellman now on the right angle. Hellman drives into the teeth of the defense. Gets down low. Knocked away by Fuller, I guess. Rosenbaum with the rebound. No look pass over to Williams. May Lynn under a minute to go. To Stables. Off for hands and out of bounds. Got to catch the ball, kids. 53 seconds to go in the fourth quarter. 78-28, Klatskanai. And brought up by McLeod. McLeod works right, dribbles into the defense, gives it to Booth. Booth, her shot blocked by Bingman, out of bounds. 41 seconds left to go. Have some exciting boys varsity action coming up right after this. Amity Warriors undefeated on the season, getting ready to take on the Klatskanai Tigers. On top, McLeod spins. Bingman gets the steal. Bingman drives on McLeod, takes it up strong. McLeod blocks the shot to Williams, lays it up and in. Maylin Williams running the floor, gets her eighth point of the game. And 25 seconds to go. McLeod taking her time, bringing it across to Booth. Booth traveled, got away with it. They swing it left side. Hellman puts up a 23-footer, looks good. Is wow. That was a nice-looking three-pointer. Her form is not awesome, but the follow-through is excellent. The other end, Bingman, high post, Rosenbaum. Out to May Lynn, swings it, stables for three at the buzzer. No good, and that is all, folks. Final score here, 81 for Glatzkenai and 30 for the Warriors. We'll take a quick break, come back with some scoring totals for you after these messages on 1260 KLYC McMinnville. Looking to buy or sell a home or some other piece of real estate? Call local realtor Becky Mather with EXP Realty LLC and the Welcome Home Team. As your trusted advisor, Becky is ready to walk with you through every stage of your real estate journey. Let Becky Mather help you make a real estate slam dunk. You can reach her at 971-241-2997. That's 971-241-2997. Becky Mather at EXP Realty. Transitions in life. Sometimes it's difficult. One of the biggest transitions is when a loved one leaves us. Macy and Son is there for you. A trusted friend for five generations in Yamhill County. At that time, you will have lots of questions and need someone to walk with you every step of the way. Burial or cremation and a myriad of options, now including aqua cremations. Let Macy and Son walk that journey with you. Macy and Son McMinnville, five generations helping with funeral and family needs. Welcome back, Warrior fans. Amity Warrior Basketball on KLYC, brought to you by McMullen Electric. Uh, for all your electrical needs, Jed McMullen and his crew will get it taken care of. And also Tim Harzma, country insurance agent in McMinnville, Oregon. Tim uh, does a lot of agribusiness insurance, uh, just knows his stuff inside out. He's a local guy who's grown up in this area and really knows what his customers need. I want to thank them for being uh, Amity Warrior sponsors. All right, uh, final score in that girls game. The number one ranked Klatskanai Tigers with 81 and the Warriors with 30 as they dropped to 0-4 on the season. Uh, Warriors were led by nine points from Sydney Stables, eight each for Ellie McMullen and Maylin Williams, three for Courtney Kendall, and two for Kaya Rosenbaum off the bench. For Klatskanai, they got 28 out of Olivia Sprague, 26 out of Shelby Blodgett, 16 out of Chloe McLeod, and six out of Maya Hellman. Uh, and that's kind of exactly what we expected. It's the Sprague and Blodgett show, and if those two stay healthy, uh, it's hard to see a 3A team that matches up with them anywhere in the state, Robbie. It's almost impossible, frankly. Uh, they it, just it, it's there's Sometimes there are championships that, you know, it's kind of in the air who's going to win it. I think no one would, would dispute the fact that it's Klatskanais to lose. This, exactly, to lose, right. It's the only the way. The boys is in the air right now. Absolutely. The boys side wide open. There's Sandy Am Christian's going to be good. De La Salle's always good. The Warriors are there. And some other teams. We'll talk about SC on the other side of this. Yeah, There's yeah. a little bit of drama there. but Well, that can happen. But the talent is, is pretty good. Um, so Warrior Girls, uh, we knew they were going to have their work cut out for them tonight just to even be competitive in, in different phases of the game. And, uh, uh, you know, it'll be interesting to talk to Jed and see after he watches film. I think he'll be happy with some of the ball movement we saw where they worked the ball into the high post and then swung it. Where they struggled uh, with ball movement in the half court was when they got the ball on the baseline. They really didn't have an option. I think that may have to come out of the playbook uh, against good teams. Uh, when you drive, when you kick the ball to the baseline on somebody and they're looking to pass the ball from there, there are not good passing angles, generally speaking. Everybody can see it. 
what's going on, and, and all of your passing lanes are generally pretty covered once you get on that baseline. It's, it's a tough place to make a pass from. So, uh, and they struggled with that tonight, trying to throw the ball back out on top from the baseline, which is a dangerous pass because if it's tipped away or if it goes over and back, whatever it is, the other team's off and running, and that's over and over and over again tonight. Whether it was turnovers or missed shots, they ran and ran and ran like few teams in the state can run. The other thing I think we'll be happy about is the young players, the freshmen and sophomores that played tonight. I, they look... For example, when Ellie McMullen came in, she looked composed. She looked good. When when uh, Courtney's sister, I can't yeah, remember. Kylie. Her, yeah, Kylie. Kendall, when yeah. Kylie came in, she was not afraid of anybody. She was bodying up uh, uh, Blodgett. She yep. looked just fine, you know. So I think that's another bright spot. And, uh, and the girls, our league is wide open. Yes, uh, it is. There is not a definitive team to beat in our no. league, and so. Yeah, the girls, the, this is good experience. It's good to play against a team that plays fast and composed like nobody else in the state because it gives you an idea about what needs to happen in your own game. Yes. You know, and, and you're not going to get to that level this year, uh, but it gives you an idea about what greatness looks like in 3A girls basketball. So, all right, we're going to take a break for a few minutes, and when we come back, we'll get you set up for the boys' varsity action. This is Jeff Clark, Robbie Sharp. We'll be back in just a moment on 1260 KLYC McMinnville. <laughs> 